The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in the countries of Jordan, Afghanistan, and Peru, and in the states of Arizona, Michigan, and Colorado. Welcome and thank you for all your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is celebrating three years of being here with and for you and three years of being a top-ranked show host here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. March must be my lucky month because in addition to celebrating three years of being your radio show host, I'm also celebrating my first month as a columnist for the inaugural issue of Dallas Yoga Magazine. It's in print and on the Internet. As Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, I'll be answering your questions in my column titled, Ask Dr. Paula. Please click on the Ask Dr. Paula link on this page to send me an email with your questions. I'll answer them on the air or in the magazine. Go to DallasYogaMagazine.com for my March column and all future columns. Please let me know what you think. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul. As you learn to hear the still, small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Strengthen your boundaries. 
Learning to say no to what you don't want in your life is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself. Avoid acting when you hear the words, I should and I must. Take action when you hear the words, I want to. As long as you are causing no harm to others or yourself, I want to are words that many of us never use. Some of us are so used to doing what others want us to do that we don't even really know what it is that we enjoy. We have been taught that the highest virtue is to give to others. The problem with that is that if we only give, we deplete ourselves. If the well is dry, we have no water, no nourishment. In other words, we have nothing left to give to others. There must be an even balance of giving and receiving. Of course, this isn't always possible, especially when you have young children, but you cannot sustain that for long. You must receive love and kindness from yourself, from the spiritual realm, and from others, or your children will suffer too. I remember when I thought that taking a bath was all I needed to do for self-care. I was wrong. What some refer to as laziness may actually be self-care. Taking several 10-minute breaks during the day will increase your productivity and effectiveness and reduce your stress. Figure out what gives you pleasure. Maybe it's watching the birds, sitting in nature, taking a leisurely walk for fun, not exercise. There's so much to enjoy in the world, and we're so busy doing that we miss some of the best things in life. It could be petting a cat, watching a blue jay, listening to Mozart, dancing to the radio. What makes you happy? What do you want to do? When our life becomes out of balance with too many responsibilities, have-tos, and long-to-do lists, we lose touch with the joy in life. This leads to emotional pain, which leads to physical pain. That's why my next workshop is called Freedom from Pain. I know from personal experience how we can take a pill and ignore our bodies. All that changed for me when I finally noticed that I was taking way too many over-the-counter pills just to make it through the day. From headaches to arthritis to chronic back pain, I have removed the pain from my own body and have successfully helped my clients do the same. I have not taken any pain medication, even aspirin, in over 15 years. When we understand that emotions, thoughts, physical illness, and pain become bundled together, we can begin to truly heal. In this hands-on workshop, you'll experience several strategies to help you become pain-free, decrease your pain, and or feel relief in the moment. These are some of the strategies that you will experience. Creative problem-solving, crystals, new breathing techniques, energy and color healing, guided meditation, sound healing, and crystal bowls. We'll be at CSL Dallas, the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas, on Saturday, April 22nd. And if you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area, like overcoming abuse through self-empowerment. 
choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Tatiana Jerome, who will talk with us about letting go, healing, and loving again. Last week's show with Dr. Rachel Harris was fascinating. She shared her deep understanding of the medicinal tea, ayahuasca, that's used by shamans in the Amazon. It's taken from two plants and must be prepared with the utmost care and a spiritual understanding and respect for the preparation process as well as its actual use. It does provide new hope for people with depression, addictions, PTSD, and anxiety disorders. But like LSD in the 60s, it can be easily misused. The shamans who guide you through the process train for 20 years to be able to properly use ayahuasca and other medicinal preparations. They actually sing a special song to the plants, and different songs yield different results. Their belief is that illness of all kinds, physical and emotional, is the result of a spiritual difficulty because their beliefs are so different from ours, it makes it difficult for us to do accurate research. For instance, some scientists are using freeze-dried ayahuasca which negates its power because the plant is no longer in its pure form. Rachel has taken a different approach. She has documented people's experiences and come to some fascinating insights. If this interests you, you might also want to listen to our February 16th show with Stanley Krippner on the shaman Rolling Thunder. To listen to last week's show, I encourage you to click on the episode leak link you can hear it the you can hear it the february 16th show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again that's the beauty of having the shows on demand you have easy access any time of day or night allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs Now it's time for my silver lining story. I wrote these three poems within a month of each other. I was trying desperately to see my marriage, our relationship as working. I had invested so much time and energy that I didn't want to see the truth. So I kept seeing what I wanted to believe and looking for evidence that I was right. The problem was that I was also ignoring all the evidence that was showing me the truth. I wrote these poems just after our 32nd anniversary, our anniversary gift. 
when she said, you two like each other, the spell cast in childhood was broken and we became ourselves. The mask of anger and discord fell to the floor, opening our hearts once more. The flight attendant spoke with the innocence of a child, quietly announcing a truth that we had forgotten. Our fairy godmother waved her magic wand and with a flash of recognition changed our lives forever. Strangers stuck on the tarmac, inexplicably intertwined, enamored by our relationship. She brought her husband to meet us. It seems she hadn't stopped talking about this couple who, after 32 years, still liked each other. The second one is titled Friends. Are you two friends, she asked. He asked, are you two friends? She and he, complete strangers, five days apart, two different cities, the same insight, both nourishing our bodies with food and our souls with words. When your children are grown, you two will have so much fun together, a voice from the past speaking the truth of today. And so the relationship blooms anew, the one we've been tending all these years, weeding, watering, fertilizing, giving sunlight, and all the while watching for leaves, buds, blooms, wondering would they open? What would they look like? Are we friends? Here, have some flowers. Shortly afterwards, I wrote this poem, A Space of My Own. It came from deep within me, from nowhere, yet from the only place that mattered. I'm sleeping in our son's old room tonight so I can use my peppermint oil. One night became every night, no one sharing my breath, my movement, my energy, no one to take care of, no one trying to take care of me, no one to work things out with, lights on, off, doors open, closed, TV, covered, bare, aromatherapy or not, my music, your music, no music, a space of my own, a room of my own, the seed that Virginia Woolf planted years ago finally matured. I'm finding me under the layers of mom, wife, professional, volunteer, daughter, sister, niece, cousin, aunt, friend, to be alone and whole. I belong to me now, and in that belonging, better serve them than ever before. My window is open wide. Just the birds tonight, thank you. I feel like hearing the birds, not a reaction or a sacrifice, only a simple I want. A breeze of sweet air comes through. The first time I remember taking in clean air, breathing fully and smiling. Two years later, our youngest child went off to college. One year later, I left my marriage. The stewardess was wrong. With the children gone, I had no distractions. I could finally see the truth of our relationship. I could have stayed. Some people think that's the easier path, but not for me. I was living with so much sadness that I was barely living. I was surviving, not living. Yet, when I left, everyone said, but you were the perfect couple. It still baffled me, baffles me that I was able to live that double life for so long, the public one and the private one. The silver lining is that I can see the truth now in my own life and in the lives of others. Grateful 
every day for my freedom, peace, and joy. And I recognize the abuse that my clients are suffering within the span of our first session, even when they have no idea why they are so unhappy. I can patiently help them to find their own truth and self-empowerment. From great sadness came great satisfaction and fulfillment. Our guest today, Tatiana Jerome, turned her personal experience with Love Lost into a thriving online presence and a career counseling women and speaking at a variety of organizations. In her new supportive and insightful book, Love Lost, Love Found, Tatiana helps women let go of the past, discover the love within themselves, and then find the love that they deserve. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all of our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive. With all the violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear that's being spread, We must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce and I will help you be part of the solution. Then click on the link to read about and register for my next hands-on workshop, Freedom from Pain, or to schedule one in your area. Then go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tatiana Jerome, who will talk with us about letting go, healing, and loving again. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 83533 or visit paulajoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and reimaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call one 472 5795 or email drpaulajoyce at com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down whether you're telling yourself the truth about your most important relationships. And I'm so pleased to welcome Tatiana Jerome to talk with us about letting go healing and loving again. Hi, Tatiana. It's good to have you on the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. Well, um, you're welcome. And so I was wondering if you would start by telling us your personal story. Um, you had a breakup and, um, and learned so many important lessons and continued to, as we all do. But please share with us how you gained the knowledge and wisdom that you have through your own experience. Uh, I guess I could say everything happened in such a short period of time in terms of how everything came together. I was in a relationship, and it didn't work out, and it hurt me a lot. I think it hurt the most. I've been in other relationships before, but it hurt so much more this time because of, I I guess I was so committed, and I was planning a future with this person, and it just seemed that we were headed in that direction, so my mind wasn't anywhere else there it was no consideration of this not working out and so when it didn't work out I started to experience some symptoms that I've never experienced before when I have been in other relationships and they didn't work out they were physical symptoms I couldn't get out of bed and it was just really hard on me and I just couldn't figure out what was going on And then to somewhat backtrack before my relationship, I was helping other people with their relationship. And so people would just say, you should write a book. You should write a book. And and I was like, no, I'm not going to write a book. But ever since I was younger, I'm someone who writes everything down. I like to write down my to-do list. I just like to write. I still do. I don't. I just don't do it on the phone or, you know, with technology. I like to physically write things down. So... When my, um, the demise of my relationship happened, I needed some relief because I just couldn't get up. I, my mind was, I, my mind and my body, everything was just gone. And so that's when I started writing things down and that's how the book came about. And it was just funny because even when I was writing things down, a lot of the stuff that I wrote down, I already knew. 
And I knew this because it, it was with my, within my spirit. The thing is, when I was in the relationship, I wasn't listening to my spirit. It would talk to me, but I wasn't listening to it because I felt like I had things under control. But my spirit knew and was trying to guide me. And so that's where really a lot of the hurt came and the pain came from because I wasn't listening to my spirit at all. And so it was easy for me to be able to write down the stuff within the book because it was then where everything became so clear to me, where I was able to separate myself from a situation and be able to really listen and hear and say, wow, I remember this. I remember that. I remember I was supposed to do this and I didn't do that. And I ended up spending less time with myself and more time making sure that the person I was in a relationship with was okay. And that's, that there was no balance. There was nothing there. So that's how all this came about. Well, and, and that's, that's so common for uh, especially women because we're taught to take care of everybody and that's what we're supposed to do even if we're working and even if we have a family and work and lots of responsibilities, we're still supposed to take care of our significant other. And so, so to break out of that, pattern and to learn how to take care of yourself is not simple. No, it's, it's not. And just like you said, I mean, we're naturally here to nurture others. It's so easy to be there. I don't want to say so easy, but for the most part, it's just a natural thing for me to nurture to someone else's feelings and make sure someone else is okay and really easy to almost put their needs first. And so to switch that around, it, it's not as easy because we need to be nurtured ourselves. And to how would someone know how to, you know, come into our life and help us nurture ourselves if we can't do that for ourselves as well? So exactly. I completely understand. But we have to put ourselves as a priority. So now I'm on the top of my to-do list, whereas before I wasn't. <laughs> Uh, that's that's really quite profound because many of us think that it's selfish to put ourselves first and we use that word in the most negative way and everybody else is supposed to come first and sometimes that means there's nothing left over for us. So how do you learn to put yourself first, to value yourself enough um, to do that? Uh, I think it's a step that you take every day, something small. Just like you said earlier in the segment when you were talking about boundaries, that you have to set some boundaries for yourself. For example, I, like the first thing I would do before in the morning, I would look at my phone and see who I need to respond to just check my emails, but now the phone doesn't, there's no response. It's just me and God. And it's like, this is my time. I need this time. And now every, every day I have segments where it's just like, this is an allotted time that I put for myself because I need it. But I think it takes little steps that you would have to be able to say no, because when you say no, you're able to say yes to you for certain things. And there's nothing wrong with selfish. If selfish means self-care, then that's what it is. But it's to look at it in a negative way, 
It shouldn't be. I think that's just a conditioning of what others want us to think. Exactly. And we need to begin to break out of those patterns of what others tell us and what is commonly expected and begin to look at who am I? What do I need? And and I love that you start your day in relationship with God. What better source of pure love to fill ourselves Mm -hmm. and to connect Yep, it's it's so true because there, my thing for me is like when I was in this relationship, and it's nothing wrong with that relationship, but any relationship with friendship or anyone else, it, it just more so I kept looking for things. And I'm like, when am I going to get the love that I feel like I deserve? And then I said to myself, I have to ask myself that question for me where I'm like, are you okay today? How are you doing today? Did you eat? Like, I have to literally talk to myself and say, are you okay? The same thing that I would go and put the energy in someone else, I have to put that in myself. And then when I know that throughout all this this process that I'm going through, whether up and down, that God is there with me and stays with me, that's my best friend, why wouldn't I invest that time with my best friend because it makes me feel good. It just, it, it prepares me for any other relationship that I have throughout the day with anyone else to be at my best. So beautifully said and so full of truth. And many of us are too busy. You know, we allow um, the work day or other people's needs to supplant that mm-hmm. special time. And relationship. It's so true. It's so Um, true. I I would just simply say, I mean, if you can for the most part, but of course, you know, the biggest thing is making yourself a priority because when you make yourself a priority, you could clearly take care of everyone else at that time. But I would just say don't do anything until you take care of yourself and whatever that means for you whether it means prayer in the morning, but the first thing, nothing can move. I'm sorry, but this isn't the best example, but I remember I used to be late for work because I just said, oh, you know, I need I need to pray. I need to talk to God. And that would be my doing because I could wake up earlier, but I'm not making a move until I take care of me. But it took time. It really did take time. And it does. I think that what you just said is critical because we want it to happen immediately. But we've been conditioned over however many years we've lived to do things one particular way so you don't snap your fingers and change instantly. It takes time to learn that it's acceptable, that it's good, and how to do it. And sometimes, yes, it means, you know, being late until we can care enough about ourselves to get up earlier if we need to or to find a different job that's more flexible or whatever. Right, right. Everything will work out when you take care of yourself. Everything will work out, especially when you connect with your spirit. I just honestly believe that. And and so what other things did, did you do in addition to 
making uh, a relationship with the divine, whatever people experience that as, whether it's nature or God or um, Buddha or or whatever. Um, How, in addition, what else did you do to begin to love yourself more? I just invested in me, um, and the way I invested in me, I just did what I like to do, which is read. Um, that's my biggest thing, reading. I spent more time with friends. I just did the things, again, I liked to write before. So this was, for the coming of this book, it wasn't something that I planned or wanted to do. But when I said, oh, there's some information here, that, I mean, that was just therapeutic for me. Anything that just gave me peace. It didn't make me feel rushed. It didn't make me feel like, you know, I had to do it. It was a, it was to the point where it was more of a slowing down, just like you said, the being lazy part, because some t- a lot of times we just think, oh, we get so much stuff done when we do more, but a lot of the work really could get done if you just stop and, you know, you're in stillness. And so I think that's more so what I needed at that time. And now my, you know, my routine is completely different from what it was before. I do spend about an hour just in prayer and meditation, and then I exercise. Like, these are the things I wasn't doing before. I mean, simple little things where I wasn't drinking enough water. Now I make sure I drink enough water because it just, it's like a message to me, you know, where they say, your spirit hears your thoughts. Everything hears each other. Like, now my mind, my body, everything, I'm making sure we're all in alignment. Are we good today? (laughs) Are we in agreement today that we're going to be good? Yes and then we move forward. So those are the little things, just being able to take care of my myself because it's like now I'm like, oh, I do care about this for me. If your thing is painting your nails all the time, then do that. If your thing is just, you know, taking 10 minutes to read, then do that, whatever it is. But it just, every like every part of you knows it and hears it and says, oh, this is for you. Um, uh, yes, and it's paying attention to that voice and not the voices that say that's a waste of time, you know, that's really stupid painting your nails or what's wrong mm-hmm. with you, you know, why, why are you wasting so much time looking out the window? You know, because people will tear us down and try to destroy, some people will, Try to destroy right. the very things that make us, that make you you or make me me, and and take that away and make us feel like it's wrong or not good enough. And that's so true. And I I think when it comes to um, others who do invest their time in making sure that what you're doing is wrong, that's their pastime. That's what they do. And I also believe that there's. I mean, they may be hurt in some way or there's something within them where it's just like it's easy for me to not pay attention to what I'm not doing right in my life. So I'm going to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. It's easy for because everything that I do is going to be a reflection of where I'm at. So if if I'm always pointing a negative finger at someone, then something within me is negative. So it's not to take what someone says you know, to heart and be like, oh my gosh, maybe it is wrong. But it really is in taking the time out for yourself and listening to the spirit within. 
And if your spirit within says that's right, then just do it. Well, and I love the way you talk to yourself, ask yourself questions, and listen to the answers, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and learning to hear, is that the truthful part of myself, or is that the part of myself that's trying to hurt me with past voices? Yes. Yes, I, and you know the, the saying, like, you're, you could be... Your brain or your thoughts could be your best friend or your worst enemy, but you have to decide. Exactly. I I love that. And it is. Is this a thought that's friendly? You know, it's like Einstein says that he believed it was a friendly universe. So is that thought friendly or does it hurt me? And learning to feel that difference is part of self-love and part of learning to connect with spirit and the truth within us. Yes, I completely agree. I completely agree. We could live one way or another. It's all in your thoughts, perceptions, and how you feel. Exactly, exactly. Um, I think this is a, a good place for us to go to break. And when we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit more um, about freedom through forgiveness and moving um, forward in your life in, in finding new love. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your spirit, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down what you're going to do to love yourself more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tatiana Jerome to talk more about letting go, healing, and loving again. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 83533 or visit paulajoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and reimaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. 
Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 you may also send an email to dr paula joyce at gmail.com that's dr paula joyce at gmail.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you're going to do to love yourself more. And I'm so glad we're here with Tatiana Jerome talking about letting go, healing, and loving again. Um, So much wisdom and, and profound insights. Um, I, I was telling Tatiana how much I'm enjoying this conversation. So I wanted to move us forward and talk a little bit about forgiveness. That's such a misunderstood word. Um, what it means, how one does it, is it an event or a process? Um, talk to us about what you mean by forgiveness and how you were able to do that. Uh, well, forgiveness could come at so many different angles, but in the sense of there's two forgiveness, forgiveness of yourself and forgiveness of the other person. And I think a lot of times, especially in relationships, when a relationship is over, we may see things that we could have done differently or, you know, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have ended it however you felt or maybe I shouldn't have treated this person this way. Or whatever, and the thing is, we I want to say for the most part, depending on the relationship, we did the best that we can at that time, the best that we knew or chose to do. And so, when it comes to forgiveness of yourself, I am a big believer that you don't crucify yourself to something, you don't um, crucify yourself to the point where it's like, I can't get up in the morning, I don't believe in love for myself again. Like you make these statements in your head and you keep telling these things to yourself just because of a mistake that you've made or a, mis- or a pattern of mistakes that you keep making. I think it's very important to make a declaration to yourself of how maybe more of a positive affirmation, but a declaration just saying that this is the way I'm going to deal with it moving forward. But that means forgiving yourself for what has happened, forgiving yourself for even you being in a situation that you I said, I don't even know how I got in. And then you, again, just not crucifying yourself for it. And I think that's a big thing. Also not allowing others to crucify you for your mistakes as well. Because it's one thing to ask for forgiveness, but there's no need for you to be punished for it over and over and over again. And another thing is being able to forgive others as well. Because the same way that you're able to make mistakes, other people can make mistakes and we don't have control of another person. And so just because they didn't react in the way that we wanted them to react or do things the way we wanted them to do, or maybe they didn't uphold a promise that we 
you know, have heard them say, we should not be able to hold them to the cross or something and just throwing stones at them because we are all human and we do make mistakes. So it's important to forgive. So, and that's a big part of being able to let go. You can't let, you can't let go until you forgive. And forgiveness doesn't mean you have to actually hear someone else apologize to you in order for you to forgive. Exactly. And forgive doesn't mean forgetting, um, which I was able to do really well for way too many years. Because, <laughs> yeah. because if you forget, then you open the door for a repetition of the same pain and the same experience until you finally get, I don't need to do that. I don't need this in my life. Um, and learn the lesson. And and I, I think at least what I've come to is that they weren't even mistakes, that eventually I came to it was what I needed to learn to grow to become me. Right, right. Because then you may continue to repeat it over and over again. You may find yourself in the same situation, maybe with a different phase or in a different environment, and you just keep wondering yourself, why are you going through this over and over again? But you needed to learn something, and if you didn't learn it the first time, you're going to get the lesson some way, shape, or form. But I completely, completely agree with you. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting. I could, you know, I wish you the best, we move on, let go, but I don't forget what it is you did and nor am I going to judge you for it either exactly and that's I have to say from my own experience that's easier said than done but it is the goal and it happens step by step as you work through the layers yeah I I completely agree just like with anything it's not an overnight process. And so for many of us, some of us could stop cold turkey and just be like, this is what I decide. And then that's that. But for many of us, it really is a step at a time. Just saying, I'm going to stop. I'm going to let go. Maybe I'm going to journal or do whatever it is that I need to do and say, this is done. I'm tired of thinking about this over and over again. I did the best that I can. This person did what they thought was right. I don't know where they were in their space. I learned my lesson now. And then we move forward. And, and I think part of it is that, it, that we spend way too much time trying to figure the other person out as opposed to saying, what do I need? What did I learn? How am I growing? Because somebody said to me, once you come into this world alone and you leave alone, and it's not that we don't have relationships and it's not that people aren't important, but, but it's us that we need to understand and to um, work with because we're the only ones, you mentioned control, we're the only ones who we really have control over. Right. Right, and I, I guess it goes back to what you were saying earlier, all about self-care again. <laughs> I just We don't have control over the next person. We do, you know, like you said, we come in alone and leave alone. So when we keep thinking about the next person, it's like, what about us? What about me? I have to take care of me. 
So to me, it just goes back to self-care. That's the biggest, like, lesson through all of this. Self-care, care for yourself. Do something, anything, or do nothing, whatever it is that makes you care for yourself. Uh, yes, and releasing the guilt around doing that. Um, uh, it, it's such a heavy emotion and really can destroy our own lives. We can be our own worst enemy when we focus on guilt. Right. Right. I truly, truly believe that. And it's like you're the only one putting that on yourself. And a lot of times we could have, you could have a friendship where your friend has forgiven you and you're still holding on to what you did. And you just have to understand you're not perfect, but you're learning. You're learning and you're just going along your process and you've conquered something. It's like, okay, I got this lesson and I can move forward. Now I'm stronger because I know that this is the way I want to handle it. This, is, this isn't me. I don't have to do this anymore. Now there's a new me, and that's fine. I, I love what you just said, um, that you get stronger, and that, it, it, again, it's not an event. It's not like, like one day you wake up and you trust yourself, you believe in yourself, and you're strong. It's like you're strong enough to do this and to take the next step, and then that helps you become even stronger. Right, right. You talk about jumping. I mean, it's a habit. Uh, Yes, and and I think self-doubt is a habit, and you talk about dumping self-doubt. So walk us a little bit through that process of how we let go of self-doubt and learn to really trust ourselves. What, uh, that, of course, self-doubt, we want to turn that into confidence. And I believe that a lot of times self-doubt comes from, again, not forgiving ourselves from past decisions. And it's just like, so now we doubt ourselves to even make any other decisions. And then we tend to look to other people for confirmation or what do you think I should do in this situation or that? And then we don't look within ourselves and we don't ask, you know, wh- whoever you pray to, we don't, if we don't go to that. We don't go within ourselves in the spirit and look for the truth in it because now we no longer believe or trust in ourselves to make the right decision. And so with that, I am a strong believer in affirmations. Trust me before I was just like, oh, I feel weird talking to myself out loud, it doesn't feel natural, and I just, uh, why? <laughs> and so, <laughs> after a while, <laughs> like, it, I don't understand. I'm like, do people really do this? It just doesn't make sense. And after a while, it did tend to pick up, and then you start making smaller decisions for yourself that actually made you feel happy. You start having accomplishments, little goals for yourself. These are ways to combat self-doubt. And then when you're able to do that, of course, you increase your self-confidence. But that's really how, when you know how self-doubt starts and what causes a lot of your self-doubt, that, I think that's the biggest thing. And then to be able to turn that around and saying, you know what, I want to do little things for me to be able to trust myself again, to make decisions for myself without having to lean on the opinions of others when this is my life. And, you know, for me, it's, I go to God and I talk to God and say, you know what, there is something, 
a spirit guiding me, so for me to feel good. Uh, yes, and that's the most powerful source to rely on, and that's the connection that we all have within ourselves. Um, I believe we have a seed of God in us, and, and there is mm-hmm. this direct connection, and that we can access it anytime we want, and we have to reach out. It's like we can't just wait. We have to <laughs> be the initiator. Yes. Yes, yes. I I truly believe that. You want it, go get it. <laughs> you have to take some kind of action and say, you know, it's almost like saying I want a million dollars and then you just are looking at the ceiling. It's, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But right. I want to be able to trust myself. I have to do little things to um, build up to the big things for me to say, wow, I've got this. I, I have the confidence again. I believe I can make um, sound decisions for myself in my life. I believe, you know, the person that I wake, I'm with, the new love that I'm getting in my life, you know, this person is good for me right now. I trust myself that I'm able to pick the right person for me, you know. But if you're someone who's just, you know, you're in a place where you're doubting yourself and you never come back, that then you're always going to have a lot of questions within any relationship that you get into, whether it's friendship, you know, romantic or anything else. And beautifully said, thank you so much for joining us. And if you want more information about Tatiana, please go to TatianaJerome.com. Thank you for being on the show. And I'd like to thank my audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Tatiana's book. And go to my store to purchase my books and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment or finding the silver linings or the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, soul, and body, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Then click on the link to register for Freedom from Pain or to schedule one in your area. Go to Calendar of Events and press click here to send me your emails. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my meetup group and my ultimate creative problem-solving process. If you want to come to our Love Frequency Circle on April 15, it's at 315 at 5625 Hummingbird Lane in Fairview, Texas. We'll do a guided meditation to raise the vibration for peace and love within ourselves and on the earth. Please join us next Thursday. 
with um, Dr. Paula Kaufman-Sherman, who will share how you can transform in your own bathtub with her sacred rituals. And on April 6th, when Lisa Smart will talk about how people's dying words point to an afterlife. And on April 13th, Kat Young will tell us how to use essential oils. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.